we'll get to today's topic, which is the art of refocusing. And Mm -hmm. we talked about certain questions that we touched upon on the last uh, art of refocusing. Yeah. And these are questions we really asked ourselves. Yes. Right. Yeah. When when we're thinking about refocusing and we realized when we did the last podcast, Mm -hmm. we didn't really explain what those questions necessarily were. Right. Or why they were important. Right. And they're super important. Right. So we'll get right into it. The first question we asked ourselves was what are the main challenges that we're facing as a business? And why, why, why was, is that an important question, John? Yeah, that's, uh, that's an important question because you have to think objectively mm-hmm. when you're looking at your business. You know, uh, there are going to be times where your business is going to be booming. It's going to be going great. And there right. are other times where it might be in a slump. And mm-hmm. so every business should be able to ask themselves, what challenges am I facing? And a lot of times what we see with people we work with, mm-hmm. and we found this ourselves quite a bit, um, was we were so busy focused working in the business, meaning doing the day-to-day tasks that right. we didn't have the option to work on our business. Right. Um, and that's important because when you work on your business, you get that higher level view and mm-hmm. you're able to see mm-hmm. uh, what are those problems. And then you can ask questions that will lead you right. to come up with solutions. Right, right. Ask like why, what is important and how are we going to fix this main issue that we're having? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Second question was, what has been your experience so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I remember asking ourselves that in, uh, in our situation, mm-hmm. what our experience had been so far was our marketing as far as like uh, to the people we wanted to get to wasn't working. Right. Um, and so we really, we really asked our, ourselves, why isn't it working? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it about our marketing? I think a lot of times we just thought, hey, if we put a ad up on Facebook, and target right. this area, yep. then we'll get some clients. Yep. And what we found was, is that was not the case at all. Mm-hmm. In fact, our clients weren't even really on Facebook or right. Instagram. Right. Uh, we still have a Facebook and Instagram. Of course. And, but, right. but really for us, that's more about brand management now instead of a right. main source of marketing. Right. You know, that's for our company. For yes. your company, it might be completely different. What we found was we wanted to to go B to B, meaning business right. to business, right? right. Versus B to C, business to consumer. Right. We had to really distinguish that. Yep. And that's what that question really helped us right. figure out. And we weren't really able to distinguish that before. Right. Because we just thought we're marketing to everybody. We'll take on every project that we can possibly get. Yeah. Which is a first, typically how a company, when they first start, has a, that's their right. inact- initial reaction is like any anything and everything. We'll yep. take it. Yep. say yes to everything. Right. And how did that work out for us, Ben? <laughs> it worked out amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I think a lot of times, too, we thought our market would be small businesses. Right. Um, and because we love small businesses and uh, we want to see them succeed. But I think we found uh, with that first question that we asked ourselves that we were working so focused on working in our business and not on our business. Yep. We found a lot of small businesses in that same boat. I mean, small business owners are so focused on the day-to-day tasks that they're not able to kind of think bigger market strategy. Right. And so it uh, kind of helped us refocus ourselves on making sure that we're hitting our target clients. So what wasn't working for us, 
basically every marketing we did on Facebook and Instagram. Right. Which is why we we don't even use Facebook and Instagram for marketing anymore. Nope. Just like you say, it's branding. Brand management. Yep. 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 Third question we asked ourselves was, what did you feel did or didn't work? Which kind of ties into the back one. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it totally does. And, uh, you know, I think you have to really be honest when you answer this question mm-hmm. because you might think that you came up with the coolest uh, intro or the coolest advertising campaign right. that you could. Uh, but if you're not hitting the target audience, mm-hmm. if you're not, it's, it's, imagine it's like this it's like you're at a sports game and there's all these people in arena shouting and yelling, right? Yep. And you are trying to shout across that arena to the person sitting in the seat way on the other side of the arena. Yeah. Well, no matter how loud you scream, you're yep. never going to hit them because nope. you not you you have not defined your target audience. Yep. And so when you define your target audience, you're able to go, well, how am I going to reach that person across mm-hmm. the stadium? I'm going to buy a seat next to them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do something of that nature so that I could, you know, reach them and where they're at, right? Yeah. yeah. And so you really got to think about personifying your your client, your ideal mm-hmm. uh, market. You know, mm-hmm. where do they like to shop? Do they listen to podcasts? Do they listen to it on Spotify? Do they listen to it on Apple? Are they on Facebook? Do they use Instagram? Mm-hmm. Are they on LinkedIn? You know, mm-hmm. what social platforms are they already engaged in so that you can then directly talk to them yep. rather than this general, we're going to put out an ad and hopefully hit our target market. And usually that displays flays flat. Exactly. Right? Just, now, I don't want to say that Facebook marketing isn't a good thing no, for no, some no, companies. No, absolutely. Yeah. If you have a product or a service yep. that specifically is geared towards, you know, moms or dads, that might be the best place to go. But absolutely. for us for and us, our experience, right. that just was not the case. Right. The other question that we asked ourselves, why is asking this question a good thing for us? was what would be a big win for you? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think this question really starts to help you define what your future could Mm -hmm. look like. Mm -hmm. And the reason why that's so important is because I think a lot of business leaders either think, hey, where I'm at now is just where I'm going to be at. Right. Right? But I... You know, and I'll say this to everybody out there who's listening is just because you're at a certain point now doesn't mean that's where you're always going to be. Right. 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 There's hope for the future. And I think uh, that question in particular also is introspective a little bit. Uh, what would be a big win for me? So it's not just talking about the business. Mm-hmm. It's talking about your personal life mm-hmm. as well. Sure. Um, it's talking about your family, you know, what would be a big win for me? So I think both of us did this question and my answer mm-hmm. and your answer were pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, my answer was, man, I want to be able to spend more time with my family Yep. because my kids are important to me and my wife is important to me and I want to be able to yeah. have weekends with them and not be w- working 60 hours a week. Right. That had nothing to do with business. No. That had everything to do with my personal life. Right, right. And another goal that I think we shared was that we wanted to travel. And again, it's yeah. like the experiences that we wanted to have with our family. Exactly. And so that's that kind of helps you visualize a future. It gives mm-hmm. you a mm-hmm. personal goal and you go, hey, that could be obtainable. Yeah. 
right? How do we get there? Right, right. <laughs> Which is why I think I think the next question you're going to ask, yeah, next question uh, is is a good one. Uh, even before we get to that question, just visualizing the future. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think that question is goes to the effect of what? Uh, how do we say it? Visualize the objective. Yeah, that's the right. Desired Visualize. future state. Yes, thank you. <laughs> that's how we say it. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember it off the top of my head. Uh, but this question really kind of gets to the heart of like looking at yourself and seeing yourself there. So mm-hmm. uh, we ask this question. We even ask this question of our clients. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever we go in and do a video strategy for somebody, mm-hmm. this is a question we ask, and it goes like this: It's something like, if you and I were to have a cup of coffee twelve months from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not too far out in the future, like three years from now, we're talking 12 months from now, mm-hmm. uh, you're super excited, you're super happy, you're ecstatic about where the business is at. Mm-hmm. What has happened in order for you to feel that way? Right. And I think that's such an important visualization tool because we're able to think about uh, just the future and how life could be right mm-hmm. and when we put and when we're specific about it cuz mm-hmm. that's the other thing we want to be specific about it so i think for us we wrote down actual goals yep. as far as like hey this is the revenue we want to bring in yep action numbers right action mm-hmm. numbers hey this is the amount of staff we want to lead yep um these are the positions we want to have right and when we wrote down those numbers i mean prior to doing that we didn't really think hiring a staff was going to be a possibility for us mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like we were just kind of going mm-hmm. but now we have a plan in place where we're we're looking to hire some sales teams and right. an editor and a marketer and all this stuff maybe not immediately right. but we're right. we see the steps we need to take and so visualizing that future all mm-hmm. of a sudden allows you to set up some targets or goals mm-hmm. and there's what I call 10 meter targets. Mm-hmm. So those are the, those are the things that are immediate. So things like, you know, the day to day tasks do fall within the 10 meter targets and there's right. the 50 meter targets, right. which is maybe you're, you know, not taking your entire profit, but you're reinvesting that into the company mm-hmm. and making sure that you can support a staff that you want. And mm-hmm. then there's the hundred meter targets. Those are the ones that are a little far off. So maybe it's a one staff member right now, but we're going to right. hire another in the future, right? right? So that question of visualizing that future allows you to kind of set up targets and goals that you want to meet so that you can ultimately reach your ultimate goal, which would be that big win. What's that big win for you? Right. Spending time with family, traveling, whatever that is. Right, right, right. Yeah. Awesome. And then the final question, uh, how will we measure this? Yeah. Why is that important? Yeah, that's that's important to put metrics to your goals. And so that that kind of goes to the the 10, 50 and 100 meter targets, right? right? Like uh for instance, our our 50 meter target is the a sales position. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's what it is, you know, that's 6 to 8 months down the road, what are the steps we need to take in order to make that happen? Mm-hmm. You know, we need to increase our revenue. Yep. We need to, inc- we already need to have a system in place so that when this person joins our team, not only is their salary and benefits covered, but they're able to walk into a well-oiled system and take that on. Right. It was interesting. I heard a, I heard this statistic from my cousin. He said that whenever you're hiring a sales staff, um, and you're the one doing the sales mm-hmm. and you're going to replace your position, mm-hmm. always hire two 
because one salesperson is going to do 70% of the work that you want to put in. Yeah. And so when you hire two, you're actually gaining more. Yes. Right. You're, you're going for the more 140% right. rather than just replacing yourself. Yeah. Which yeah. I thought was a good insight. It is very good insight. Um, and it's probably not something you really want to hear, but at the same right. time, you need to be aware of that. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Like you're going to give 110%, whereas a staff person will probably give 70. Right. Yeah. Right. So when you're thinking about these questions, Ben, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've done a lot of talking here. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> when you're thinking about these questions, I mm-hmm. mean, how, how, how would you measure the metrics? How would you measure success as far as like obtaining and reaching those goals? What would be those rocks uh, that would, that would go, you'd go, yep, th- we are making strides towards the goals that we set out. Yeah. I think if you can, hit those goals that you that you put out to yourself and but also be give yourself grace mm. because i think for myself i say hey i want to i want to make x amount of money and if i don't hit that goal mm. it's going to like you're it's like two steps back right oh yeah that's good so i think it's valuable to give yourself grace i'd have to like really think on this okay <laughs> <laughs> i think you're putting I, me on the I spot know, i did i put you on the spot there no but you brought up a good point you know about giving yourself grace i think a lot of times we can be overwhelmed if we don't hit a goal we think we're a failure right and we might have failed at that goal mm-hmm. um, but that doesn't mean we're a failure right um in fact failure can be a good thing Oftentimes, yeah. you know, there's, there's, you know, there's countless, uh, connections and, um, people that I've talked with mm-hmm. and, you know, as I'm talking to them, they might say something to the effect of, you know what? I don't need your services. Yep. You know, and objections are not rejections. No. Right. Objections are not rejections. Right. And so it wasn't, I don't need your services ever for all of time. Mm-hmm. It was, I don't need your services right now. Mm-hmm. But actually what I was able to do with one, uh, one client is uh, she had decided she was going to go in a different direction. Mm. And I just said, hey, I know you value honesty. I know you value pushback. Uh, I just want to let you know why I think that this direction, our video strategy uh, is better than what you're looking at. Yeah. And what she was looking at was something that was a little more, um, how would you say, generic. Yep. It wasn't tailored more to- traditional. Yeah, more yeah. traditional, mm-hmm. um, which is okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like her whole target market was emerging leaders and middle-level managers. Right. And it was like, well, one, 79% of people would rather uh, watch a video than read text on a page. That's Absolutely. a that's a foster research yes. number. Yes, that's and a then on top of that, uh, of the things read on a page, only ten percent is really digested mm-hmm. versus ninety percent of what's in a video. Mm-hmm. So a video is like, and I think a lot of people know, video is like the best way to communicate, mm-hmm. right? But what they don't realize is how much retention they have in a video versus just a blog or, or right. text on a page. Right. And so I went back to her and I said, this is why I think you're, you're going to miss your mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was a, that was an objection, right? It wasn't a rejection. Yep. yep. I mean, it kind of was a rejection. She's like, I'm going to go in a different direction, mm-hmm. but I was able to talk to her and now we're continuing to have conversations about her new, uh, online strategy. Love it. Yeah. And the, and the content. So 
objections are not rejections. Mm-hmm. You're going to fail at things and that's okay. Absolutely. You know, especially right. learn from those failures. Now, if you don't, now this is where a failure is a failure. If you look at a failure mm-hmm. and you don't learn anything. Right. That's a, that's a total failure. Right. But a failure, maybe you didn't make the sale. Maybe you didn't sell your product. Maybe your strategy didn't work exactly the way it was meant to. That's still not a failure. That's a learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. And if you learn from it, mm-hmm. that's going to be valuable insight for you and your business. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's all the time we have today, I think, right, John? I think that's all the time we have today. Thanks for joining us, guys. See ya. Bye-bye. <laughs>